0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Film Vets. I'm your host, Paul Dixon, and with me is my co-host, Dan Young. Dan, we're doing another podcast today because I can't figure out technology. Yay! (laughs) I was hoping for the claps again. Oh, well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you you couldn't figure out how to record, so, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, So today uh since the embargo seems to be lifting for the new flash movie i wanted to talk about that because i have seen the movie uh granted i haven't seen the final version or the version i think that most people have seen with the new ending but i've seen a version and uh, i'm not going to spoil anything uh but i am going to talk about why i think this movie works in many ways and i'm going to see if Dan would go out to see it if I get him interested, you know? <laughs> so really so you basically stumbled,
1: you stumbled into, um, you know, convince Dan to go see something. That's, that's really what we're doing.
0: That's our new segment. I'm sure Convi- there's convince, convince Dan. Dan.
1: <laughs> I think, I think we should do it.
0: <laughs> so I, I don't know if you know, uh, the behind the scenes stuff, but we're going to go over that right now. So the flash is a movie that's been in production for a long time long time in fact fun fact uh the movie was in production at the start right before the flash tv series started and now kim it's coming out what yeah it's coming out after the flash series ended so it's it's insane it, it, look it up i swear to god uh so it's it's a big deal on that level alone also this is a potential reboot of the DC Universe since James Gunn's taking over. Uh, this is directed by Andy Muschietti, and he is the director of It in It Chapter 2. And he's also supposedly rumored, uh, it's its pretty much confirmed, but they can't say, that he'll be directing the Brave and the Bold movie with Batman and Robin. So, and after seeing this movie, I can totally see why the way he handles two different Batman from two different universes is is, is brilliant i love I, I i think this is i wouldn't say it's the best i've seen ben affleck as batman but it it's up there and michael keaton is michael keaton he's he's amazing um so this is uh this is a big deal and there's a there's a bit of controversy with a uh certain actor ezra miller they are uh mm-hmm you know I, I I try to stick with the facts of the film. I, I don't want to go too far into what they've done or what has happened to them in the past, uh, which is ironic because this is a movie about the future and blah blah blah, whatever., uh, but i I really hope that things are working out where they get the help they needed and they need, and uh that yep you no know, that nobody has been harmed or anything of that nature um i i i do have to say he was he was great he plays two different berries i'm sorry they play two different berries and they are they they are great they're fun to watch uh it's it's gonna be a little hard to talk about this movie without spoiling things but i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a fair shake as dan says and uh, <laughs> I, I promise not to s- spoil any big things, but uh, my general consensus is this is not the greatest comic book movie ever made, which has been said by some people behind the scenes in the industry. I, I, I just don't agree with that. I think, I, think,
1: I think when people say something like that, it's them trying to... Almost counterbalance something else that they think is going to happen, that is going to negatively impact. So you're you're looking at you know Ezra Miller, and maybe they're they're just trying to like gin it up a little bit more. Because remember, we're, we're yes, filmmaking is art, but an artist's subjective, but uh, profits are not. You know.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and no. that's
1: really what that's coming down to. So I, I don't, I don't believe a lot of what other people will come around and say about a movie, especially if they're associated with it in some form. Now, if it's another reviewer or, you know, a critic, let's face it. I always do the opposite to what a critic say anyways. Um, but if it's another reviewer, I, I, I don't know. It's always going to be a personal taste. You know, I'm, I've, Uh, that's that's just my my thing on on you know the greatest comic book movie ever made no calm down go take a cold shower
0: well you know (laughs) (laughs) i would say the to be honest one of the greatest i mean I, i personally i still say the dark knight uh is my number one comic book film of all time right now But a close second would be into the Spider-Verse, or sorry, across the Spider-Verse, which just released last week and has made a ton of money. Uh, So coming off the heels of that into The Flash, it's almost like, and I actually saw The Flash before Spider-Man, but comparing the two, you have to... You have to really realize that the, the Flash is a great film, but when it's compared to Spider Verse, I have to go with Spider Verse. Now, th- mm. the thing is, the, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say this film is bad in, in general though. The special effects are a little iffy, but I can get past that if the story is really great and the story's really solid in this. It's got a real good heart. Uh, the the, the thing that that uh, elevates everything, really, is Barry Allen's story. And if you're familiar with the comics or you've read Flashpoint or you know anything about the way Barry goes about time travel, you're going to understand where things go in the movie. It's not going to be a huge surprise. But for people that haven't, uh, it, it's, it's genuinely heartfelt, I have to say. And I felt that. And I think, uh, I think people are going to enjoy it overall. And I don't I I, again, I don't think it's going to be the best movie ever. I don't I don't think it's the best DC movie ever, but I think it's up there. I would say top five for sure. So uh, and you're if you're interested to see, you know, what cameos come up, I mean, they're definitely worth it. I mean, besides the fact Michael Keaton's in the movie, we know that and we know you know ben affleck's coming that back. that alone as might
1: be but i mean exactly. both batman might might just be worth it alone to see exactly. michael keaton back i mean that that guy has been batman since the 80s i mean come on i mean you're not wrong and i think you know i was talking to my mother about
0: it and she has no idea about the dc movies she doesn't care but she knows about michael keaton as batman to her there is no other batman michael keaton is batman and mm-hmm. she's excited about this, so that says something to me that there's going to be people out there that they don't care about the DC universe, they don't read the comics, they don't, but they but they have nostalgia for Michael Keaton as Batman, and that's going to pull some people into the theater to see this. So I think it's going to do I think it's going to do pretty well. All things considered, this could have been a big disaster of a film. I mean. With the, the behind-the-scenes drama and the, the delays and the constant going back and forth with things, uh, and the fact that DC Universe is getting rebooted in general, this could have been much, much worse. And it's not. It's, a, it's an actually solid film that's put together well. And I, I give credit to Andy Mucchietti. He is, he is obviously a talented man. And I'm so happy he's going to be on The Brave and the Bold, if that's true. Because that's, that's a perfect fit for that. Because uh, you have a lot of the action, you have a lot of the heart, and you have this this understanding of elevating the characters beyond just, yeah, they're realistic. But they're also superheroes when it comes down to it. And he goes that extra mile in this. Like, it, there's an elevation of almost comic book escapades for the characters. As opposed to say you go to Robert Pattinson's The Batman, which is more realistic and grounded, this is this feels more like something out of the comics. So I got a question for you.
1: Yeah. So you so you saw the flash and and something that I've noticed with DC, especially, you know, lately. Now now take the newer Suicide Squad and put that aside. You know, the first one doesn't exist. So so just Suicide Squad. Put that aside because you know that's James Gunn being James Gunn, like <laughs> him him being able to just pull from random places and and just do what he does. Aside from that, when you look at everything else that DC makes, it is so grimdark. It's it's just got this yeah. undertone of gritty desperation you know it's 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 almost like you know watching the class clown become an alcoholic like it's it's just it sucks <laughs> you know like what it, does does this movie pull back from the edge a little bit or is it still just really grim dark because there's only there's only one franchise to me that can be that can pull grim dark off
0: I'm sorry, it just I'm imagining a class clown becoming a drunk and I all I think about is the, the Jeffrey Dahmer story where he all the all the kids are like, Oh, he's really funny and yeah, he turns out to be Jeffrey Dahmer, you know. So <laughs> I just uh what, what is your question, Dan? I don't I'm, I'm still i still trying to I, figure I that out I asked
1: it. It like, you know you? what? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I asked, does this movie pull back from that a little bit?
0: it pulls back from being comedic <laughs> I,
1: I mean, I fully expect that, but no, no, does it does it pull back from from just like the the tragic, dark overtone that d c. keeps oh. trying to like, put a filter over everything?
0: yeah, yeah. no, there's it definitely doesn't feel like they are so. With the Zack Snyder films, that was a big problem is there's a very, there there was a lack of humor a lot of the time and there was a lack of, um, it was just so dark. It was so, Batman v Superman was yeah. just dark and everything was serious and it was just boring. I, but then you can yep. go in the opposite direction where you take something like Suicide Squad, the first one, and uh, you you go too far in the other direction and it's just, it's chaos and it's, it, it there was no and, and and to be fair, the director did not have that vision in mind. Warner Brothers just put it together very choppily and uh, there's a whole yes. BS thing about that. So uh yep. when it comes but when it comes to this movie, it feels like a, a vision that was that was thought out well and one, you know, I wouldn't say Manny Muschietti was the only person that worked on this movie, obviously, but you, you could tell he helmed it well. You could tell that there were great comedic moments and they they landed most of the time. And I mean, it was funny, but, you know, when the, the parts get, you know, very dark and it does get dark. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't feel it feels earned. You know, it feels like, OK, it's, we, it's
1: it, not just senseless despair.
0: Right. Right. So you have you have someone like Barry doing these things like I can change everything. I can save the world. And Batman's like, you could also destroy everything. And that's played out in different ways. And it's it's very it's very fun to watch and very sad. (laughs) And you you realize Barry. Is, you know, something interesting, I thought, was Barry is a in the last movies, few movies, he's been a very comedic character, and it seems like a lot of people are kind of annoyed with him a little. They're like, oh, he's the Joker, the guy joking all the time on the team. and And he gets to see a version of himself that is even worse. <laughs> than what he is. And he's like, oh my God, I understand what people are talking about now. And, <laughs> and
1: it's just... See, you know, that, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you get a, you get a more mature flash in this, uh, more so than I thought he would be. And it, it's, it's just handled so well. And I, I give full credit to both Ezra Miller and Andy Muccietti. They just, they get the character. And uh, I cannot stress how Fucking awesome!
1: Michael Keaton is in this film. Uh, other than I mean, that, he's awesome yeah. when he goes to check his mail. I mean, you're you're just stating obvious statements. I, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, I but, mean, I mean, let's let's <laughs> face it. If I, like I like to think he's just like Sunday lounging around Beetlejuice. You know, like he just picks which which character he wants to be. His hey, on, his man, wife must hey, never have a dull moment. He married to. Diane Keaton?
0: No. No. No? No. Who's he married to? I don't know. It can't be Diane Keaton. Really? Who? Hold on. I'm going to Google. Who is Michael Keaton married to? Michael Keaton's wife. (laughs) Shut up. Come on, Google. Tell me. Okay, so... (laughs) Her name is Caroline McWilliams.
1: McWilliams.
0: Uh, okay. But I think they're divorced. Uh, they divorced in 1990. They were married from 82 to 90. I don't think he's married to anybody.
1: No. Uh, uh, Diane a- Keaton is, is... Her birth name's Diane Hall. She changed Diana her last name Hall. to her mother's maiden name. Ah.
0: Well, he is in a relationship, but it's a very private one. Uh, he's dating he's got a girlfriend named Marnie Turner. I I don't know where, why we're looking into gossip stuff. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I'm just curious. You know what? It's because I, I just, I never knew. And, and bravo to him for keeping it really private. Like you keep that, keep that locked up, you know, like that's seriously, I applaud him for that. You gotta, uh, you gotta draw a line in that, in that world.
0: He handles it very well. I think there's a lot of actors actually that do that. Well, like, uh, was it uh, somebody that like you never see them together or you you, you see snippets of them dating people. But it's like uh, Pedro Pascal. I have no idea who, who he's seeing and I don't care. I, I love the, the actor. I love him as a person. And it's just interesting yep. that it's just interesting to me. I'm like, how did they do that? And I see other actors who are like i i guess it's like older but brad pitt and angelina jolie you see them everywhere and they're always together
1: and you know that th- and, they're and and uh, to me that it it almost feels like the scandal is the relationship and it just
0: yeah the,
1: they be their identity is the relationship and and the paparazzi wants to shove everything about their life out in the open so when it when it does you know have a uh like a bump in the road it's not just a bump in the road it's it turns into a nuclear warhead and the fallout is horrible and and it just makes it so much worse for the actor you know for both of them and it's just i've always been an advocate for you know i don't care what the actor does behind closed doors as long as you know they're not And I'm going to invoke Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, like, like, as long as they're not a monster, I don't care if they are. Then, Hey, you go away. Is that your dog? Yep. So as long as they're, as long as they're not a demon, you know, behind closed doors, I don't care. Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, I guess to summarize, good job, Michael Keaton. We're rooting for you. Yeah, fant- fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so uh, going back to the movie, I, we, that was a good tangent. Good job. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I highly recommend seeing the film at least once. I would love to hear what people think about it. I want to see what you think about it, Dan. And I want you to tell me. And we can do a spoiler review later on if you go see this movie within the next week. Uh, I'm going to see it a second time on opening day. And I am going to the Alamo Draft House in LA downtown where they kick people out for using their phone or talking.
1: <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Uh so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what people think about this. Again, not the greatest superhero movie ever made, but solid, really fun. I think I think most people, especially general audiences are going to enjoy this.
1: Hey uh hey Paul. Yeah, just just a fun, a fun fact. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm originally from Pennsylvania, right? I do. Yeah. Do you know who else is originally from Pennsylvania? Michael Keaton. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> just just <laughs> west of uh, Pittsburgh. So does does that mean you like to get nuts? Of course, always. <laughs> Come on. Also, before we go, I wanted to thank. <laughs> veterans media entertainment uh, vme for giving me the opportunity to go see this film because they were giving tickets to veterans to see the film and i just i got i got lucky uh it was 30 free tickets and they 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 pushed veterans to the front to get in and i got a pretty great seat so uh i'm actually going to see the transformers rise of the beast tonight uh, hopefully,
1: if I feel like, oh it. man, yeah, you, you should go, you should go yeah. see it. I'm, I'm, I am hearing good things about that one. And it's, it's, you know, kind of piggybacking off of Bumblebee, which is kind of the Transformers reboot from the Michael bay explosion.
0: Well, you know, I, I thought Bumblebee was the best
1: Transformers movie. So well, yeah, I, it, if it's it, anything- it wasn't, it wasn't part of that whole mess
0: yeah I, I feel like if they stick the landing that this could be another great one because i I just don't it's like worse yeah. that's a whole
1: other that's a whole other like conversation though,
0: yeah, but anyways, uh thank you again so much for everyone listening and thank you for your time and uh, veterans for your service. and Dan, thank you for joining me today.
1: yeah, absolutely. and we we'll eventually figure out this whole camera thing. but you know if you're if you're watching or listening on YouTube, just you know subscribe keep keep coming back we've we've got some other stuff lined up hell yeah and thank thank y'all thank you thank you paul oh for watching the flash
0: (laughs) my pleasure (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) have a good one everyone all
1: right bye